the Reapers, an Inner Realms audio drama, starring Dracolis, Eleni, Jaush, and Kigers as the narrator. Greetings, my creator. Dracolis picks himself off the ground and slowly walks in a circle around her. Never taking his eyes off her, wonder clearly etched into his face. She stands still, but her gaze follows him. The light of the crystal cave began to gradually change back to the soft purple. You are the most amazing thing! Do you have a name? The woman glances down at the spell book still lying on the floor. I believe I'm called Delaney? No? Chocolis goes over to pick up the book, running his hands over the veins. He can't help but notice the tingling is no longer present. Yes, I believe you are. Well, welcome, Eleni. Welcome to our world. Moving to stand beside him, she extends her arm to Chocolis, offering him to take it. Mind showing me around? Of course. Right this way. Jacolas places Eleni's arm into the crook of his, and they exit the crystal cave together. Jacolas pulls open the door to the library and allows Eleni to enter first. He follows her through, pulling the doors closed behind him. He rushes off to get Joush. Eleni throws a curious glance at his retreating figure and begins to browse through the books on the nearest shelf. Her fingers gently brush over the spines as she reads them. Interesting. If a bit misguided. Excuse me, miss? Are you lost? I don't think so. He left me here. He? Oh, you mean Dracolis. And you must be a liney. Yes, I am. Ah, there you are. I was looking for you, but I see it was for Nord, and you have met Eleni. I am glad to see everything worked. You doubted me? No, my friend. It was more the book, or rather the state that it was in. Dracolis hands the book back to Joush, who turns it over in his hands, noticing that the tingling was gone. No matter. It had everything we needed to make the spell work, and well, here she is. Yes, I see. Joush looks over to Eleni. Well... I am afraid we have been alone together for such a long time that our manners may have left us. Do you need anything? Water? A place to sit? Eleni looks up from the shelves. No, thank you. I am just taking this all in. The books and knowledge here are immense. Are they all yours? Most of them. Some... Well, some predate me. Much like this one. Zhao shows the Eleni spellbook to Eleni and then places the book back into its proper place on the shelf. Eleni smiles. I see. Are these all the originals? Have you made any copies? All original. As for copies, I really haven't seen the need. I am sorry, George. I meant nothing more than maybe that is something I can help with. Eleni goes back to reading the spines of the books on the shelf near her. That would be a nice idea. Thank you. 
Dracolis, I think we have a keeper here. Dracolis smiles. Yes, I believe we do. Several decades later, Eleni has been hard at work copying down manuscripts under Jausch's watchful eye. Jausch has also continued to write, so Eleni always has something to do. Dracolis has been keeping a watch over his creatures from the high balcony of the mountain, watching them for all these years, trying to see what will be their fate. With Eleni here, maybe these creatures will stick around. With her being here, we can throw the chaos. But at the same time, I wonder how. How is it, my friend? An idea on a name for these ones yet? Dracolis's eyes never leave the creatures below him. You know, I haven't bothered naming the last few batches of creatures. Why do you think we should this time? Things have changed. I have seen this in you, my friend. I see the hope in your eyes. Come on, you have thought of one. Dracolis turns to face his friend. Yes, you're correct. I do have a name and I do have hope. I feel it's a faint but small hope. The rest lasted longer than this one before some calamity of chaos befell them and started to end them. How do we ensure this doesn't happen this time? Well, Eleni is here and you can ask her. <laughs> I still find it interesting that she chose the name of the spell for her real name. She should call herself Chica or any other name. She is her own entity. She can call herself what she wants. She has been here so long, but I still feel we do not know her or her powers. Dracolis goes back to watching. Joush steps forward and joins him. What do you make of that structure? Joush points at a large stone building. The creatures have made brick and mortar to make it. The structure has an outer wall that stands about 3 meters thick and 5 meters tall with a crenellated top. The interior contains a large building that reaches to the sky about 30 meters. Some aspects of the inner structure look like the mountain itself. I believe that is what they are calling a castle. They believe that those ordained by the gods will take up residence and rule them. Ha! <laughs> like we do that. Ah, well, while that structure is impressive, I meant that one. We did not make trees that grow like that. Joush points to an archway made of young leafy trees. That? I do not know its name. However, the purpose of it is some sort of ceremony where the creatures are bound to each other's. We have seen this before, have we not? I feel like one reason is to form the family unit, but sometimes it's for power consolidation or the joining of powerful families so they get along. Yes, I've seen it used for that purpose. What if we do something similar between our opposing parties here? You and Eleni. Dracolis turns to face his friend with a quizzical look on his face. You think we should marry a god like myself to the agent of chaos? Yes, why not? And what would be so bad about that? Dracolis and Joush turn to see Eleni leaning against the doorway with her arms folded across her chest, a stern look on her face. Well, nothing would be bad. I just never considered it. And you said they were waiting for those ordained by the gods to rule them from that castle. Well? Joush smiles and nods. It would give them a reason to celebrate. Two of you descending from here to rule them. I mean, they put so much work into the castle. We would rule as queen and her king. Don't you mean king and queen? 
Oh, we can work out the details later. Don't you worry your pretty little head, my dear Draculus. What do you say? Well, I guess I say... Elaine, will you be my queen? Elaine gazes at her form in the mirror. The dress she has conjured on herself is a long, black, silk mermaid dress with a layer of fine patterned lace that sits over it. Long lace sleeves that sit on top of the shoulders with a lace cape. The dress has a slit to allow for ease of riding. This one will certainly make an impression. She turns towards her bed. Laying on it is her wedding dress. Also a mermaid style, but white silk instead with a high neck. (laughs) So pure. Under the dress is a copy of two of the books out of Joush's library. The covers had no markings, making it very different from the originals. They were complete with pristine pages. She gazes upon the two books, a small smile forming on her face. One of them bared her name. She picked it up and stroked the cover fondly. Her eyes fell on the other book, the Book of Bonding. It was not fully detailed on how bonds work between gods, but how they worked between gods and other forces. If only he knew what he was missing. After a few days, the three had planned out everything. Tracolis mounted his elephant. I still feel like you're compensating for something. Are you kidding? This is the most impressive creature I have ever made. And this one is called a tiger. Eleni strokes the big cat's head and neck as it purrs and rubs itself further into the attention that she was giving it. Yes, that cat is called a tiger. And I feel like you are both compensating. The creatures are using this mighty steed. I will blend in with them far easier. Josh sleeps up, up onto the saddle of a brown horse. I still say the point is to make an impression. This large creature will do just that. They must realize that we are who we say we are. The gods from the mountain. Yes, and when they decide not to believe us, I want this creature's teeth and claws there to show them who means business. Jacolus rolls his eyes. Whatever you say, my fiancé. She may have teeth and claws, but this one has power. <coughs> Compensating! <coughs> <laughs> now, now, you two. Don't make me separate you. Now, before things get heated, shall we start off down the mountain? Let's. Eleni hops onto the back of the big cat as the other two start off down the mountain. One more thing, Dracolis. May we know the name? I mean, how do we refer to them? I feel that calling them creatures may be a bit insulting. Yes, I think naming them would be appropriate. Let's call them humans. The three take their steeds in through the walls on the mountainside of them. The humans living there are taken by surprise as they thought the mountain would protect them from any unwanted foes. Some of the humans take this as a sign that the gods have sent their ordained ones. They fall to their knees and hide their faces in the dirt as to not look at the faces of the gods. Some soldiers flank the three forming an honor guard while others rush off to the castle to let the rulers know about the arrivals. As the three make their way closer to the castle, they pass modest homes made of wood, clay, and thatched roofs. 
A little child approaches Eleni's tiger. Look, Mommy, there's a kitty. Eleni stops the big cat and leans over to pet its neck. Would you like to pet her? The child runs over and starts petting the tiger. Eleni and the child share a smile. Thank you! You are quite welcome, little one. As the child moves back, Eleni moves the cat forward to catch up with the others that did not stop. A few blocks closer, and the three look to each side and note the vendor shops. This is the shopping district. People come here from all over the valley to shop here. Jaush stops and looks into one of the shops. Look at all those books. I wonder what knowledge they contain. The people continue to notice and whisper to each other as the three move through the city. More and more of the humans either fall in behind them, while some run ahead to help protect those they feel are the rightful rulers. Some of the people rush back to their homes and close up their windows and doors, afraid of what might be coming next. The three approach the castle in the center of the walled town. The massive door is wide open as the three are greeted by the castle guard and the current rulers. The guards have their weapons drawn, ready to fight. Jacolus stays atop his elephant. Greetings! We are the ones you have been waiting for. We are here to rule you from this castle. I don't think so. Mine and my family have ruled here for generations. We are the ordained ones. The crowd on the king's side starts to get restless. Go home. We don't want you here. Go home, you fool. Get out. Go back to where you came from. Go home. He's gone. Get out of here. You're not gods. We don't want you here! You can't rule here. Oh, look at this fella. You have no right to be here. Go away, Elens. You're not welcome here. We don't need you. We're perfectly fine without you. Go away. Back to the mountain with you. Eleni, perched atop her tiger, leans back and smiles. Joush from his horse. Please, friends, we do not want violence. We are the ones from the mountain. We just want to take our places among you and help guide you on the path towards enlightenment. <laughs> and who is to say that yours is the best path for us? Me, the one who created you humans. The crowd goes silent. Yes. I'm your creator. I'm here to make sure your human legacy lasts. We will not stand for this. Some delusional fool who thinks he created human life on this world? My friends, we do not want to fight. Now they want to fight us. The crowd starts to yell, but both sides refuse to move towards each other. Tricolus looks over to Eleni. Surely this must be the work of chaos. Is there anything you can do to help? Eleni rolls her eyes. I suppose. Eleni dismounts her tiger and moves towards the middle of the two sides. Now is not the time for fighting. A red glow appears around her as well over both crowds. She turns towards the f- people flanking the three. If those will not accept our rule, let them pass and leave our city. As she says this, the red glow diminishes from the humans around the three. They move off to either side, making enough room for the king and his followers to pass through and out of the city. Now is your turn. 
leave if you will not accept us. We are here for your benefit, but if you do not see this, then go. The red glow about the king and his followers diminishes. Just because you have power doesn't make you our gods. The ruler makes his way to a simple altar that had only one carving of a set of scales on it. He places his hand over the symbols, closes his eyes, and whispers a chant. At the end of the chant, he moves his hand from the scales and places it on the edge of a circle that had been carved onto the floor. After a few moments, a soft, warm blue light emanates from the circle. A tall, dark-haired woman in a simple white robe appears. A slip of cloth wrapped around her head, covering her eyes, and two large-handed greatswords were strapped to her back. The king kneels before the woman. Justice, thank you for answering my summons. You are welcome, my king, but I will hear why you have summoned me in only a moment. She makes her way over to the three, stopping before Joush and gracefully kneeling. My lord Wisdom, welcome to our city. Thank you, my child Justice. The king gazes at them, shock clearly written on his face. Elenia tries to hide her smirk. Welcome to you, creation and chaos. She bows her head towards them in kind. The king moves to stand behind Justice. So, they are who they say they are, my lady Justice? They are indeed, my king. Then I will do as they ask, and leave. Eleni smiles. As friends, I hope. Ugh. Let us leave. The king and his followers start to leave the area through the middle of the path made by the followers of the three. To show we have no hard feelings... I have conjured food and supplies for all of you outside the city walls. The king and his followers continue to leave. I do hope you will come back in one month's time. The king stops and turns to Eleni. And why would we do that? Why? For a royal wedding, of course. As the king's forces leave, they do find the provisions for them outside the city. Food, clothing, and supplies to make temporary shelters for the night. This is not ideal. One of the peasants passes by Eleni. She grabs him by the arm and looks into their eyes. The peasant nods, and Eleni gives him a small sack. He then rejoins the crowd and keeps moving out of the city. Jacolus from atop his elephant. Thank you all for letting them pass. We appreciate it. As a thank you, let us have a feast. Go and change into your finest. Jacolus turns to the soldiers. Which one of you is in charge here? One soldier clasps a fist to his heart and bows. I am, my lord. Please take note of those that have left. We need to replace those jobs to make sure that we will survive and thrive as a city. Have that ready for me by midday tomorrow. Tonight, we feast. The soldier clasps his fist to his heart. As you command. The night was filled with food and merriment as the city welcomed their new rulers from the mountain. Meanwhile, in the king's camp just outside the city walls, the peasant that shared a look with Eleni wakes up in the middle of the night. 
He makes his way through the encampment, avoiding fires that the soldiers keeping watch are around. Eventually, he finds his way to an area where the food that Dracolis provided to the encampment. He retrieves the pouch and sprinkles powder within it over the food. He looks over to what he had done to the food. Yes, and that will do nicely. This was The Reapers, starring the voice talents of Jacolis, Jauschlander, Eleni, and Kegers. Additional voices featured in this episode are Dirty Ducky, No Tis Me Swing Pie, The One Troge, Caspas, and Nakunai Dragon. Episodes written by Eleni and Kegers. Songs from Incompetech.com. Make sure you're subscribed so you do not miss the next episode. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving a 5-star rating and review. Want more information about the Interrealms players? Visit us at www.interrealmssmp.com. Thank you for listening.